Like when I, if I try to put on, um, if I get out of the shower and I try to put on shoes, my feet start like, it's like they're on fire if they can't breathe when they're wet. So wetness plus shoes equals, do you want to WebMD it? No, I do not want to WebMD it. It's going to tell me that I'm dying. All right, we're getting pops. So let's, uh, I guess we can back off a little bit more. Back we'll off. be okay a little bit. Like, Don't tell me to back off. Can you hear that? Um, uh, the fizz. Here, hold on. Let me. Uh... Are we doing ASMR now? We are. We've become ASMRist. Now here, hold on. I'm gonna uh, plug up this. Uh... Well, I can still talk. Condenser microphone. Check check. Oh shit. Need phantom. Do we have fant? Oh, see, like that. This is the super sensitive ASMR. Ooh. Too sensitive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. That's it. How's the? <laughs> I feel like I'm in Jurassic Park. That's what they do. <laughs> We're gonna open up this truly. Open it up, babe. I want to hear the fizz. Yeah, give me that. You're listening to Honey Bunny Radio. Sweet. That's uh, that's this podcast. I'm Bobby Rivas. I'm joined by the lovely uh, Miss Bridget Norris Sanchez. Hello. <laughs> I tried to do something cool and then it was it was too nerdy. No, we set it up too too uh too much, you know. Mhm. So we're going to talk about just more general pulp today. Pulp? I mean cuz I do like pulp. I like like orange pulp and like, you know, lemon pulp and stuff like that in my um juices. I want medium pulp. Mhm. I want a, a little texture. I like the texture. Sometimes I it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing a mimosa, you don't want a lot of pulp. Yeah. But if you're just drinking OJ. Yeah. The mixer. Yeah, just give it to me. It's more natural. Yeah. Straight out of the orange. What is the Straight brand of orange, orange juice that uh the the packaging there's, you know, like a carton of wooden, not wooden, a paper mm-hmm. carton of... Tropicana? I don't know, but they, the graphic so, is that mm. you plug the straw straight... That's Tropicana. ...into the orange. For sure. I used to watch those commercials a lot <clears throat> as a kid, and they are very entertaining. It was like the straw was always chasing the orange down, and then finally it stabbed it and sucked all the juices out of it. Anyways, we should probably talk about things that matter. All right. Or not. So obviously the big thing is the Oscars. The Oscars but, happened. So our, this is our second episode of this podcast. So our first episode we talked about the Grammys. Our second episode we talk about the Oscars. Which is in my mind equivalent with music and, and film. You know, the big, the big ones. They're both part of the uh, the EGOT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're both part of the EGOT. Both part of a cultural canon. Mm-hmm. But what do they mean? That's a good question. 
Parasite wins the best film, mm-hmm. best picture, which was well deserved. I think we talked about Parasite in our in our last um, podcast too. We were talking about 2019 films and yeah, Parasite was great. Yeah, and it got a mention from us, so that really means something, you know, in terms of how well. Anybody shout out? Yeah, I got a shout out from us. And so clearly the next move was the Oscars. Shout out to Bong Joon Ho. (laughs) Bong Joon Ho. Hope you're recovering from your hangover. Oh, he's so cute. And now, uh, seems like a really nice guy. No, seems like a cool guy. Shout out Martin Scorsese and his speech there. And Quentin Tarantino. And Tarantino. Yeah, shout out to he, he, yeah. Said nice things about both of them and being idols. And uh, I mean, Quentin would always like mention his films and try to promote his films when he was less popular. So, that's well, that's a cool so thing. nice. It is a nice thing. So, yeah, so Parasite won. Um, Do you know what's not nice? What? Is the way that we artificially inseminate cows and steal their children and drink their milk and eat their cheeseburgers. Joaquin Phoenix is allowed to talk about the things that are important to him and things that he believes in. In his, it, that's it's his speech. Let him talk about what he wants to talk about. I feel like on one on one level, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Let him talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Yeah, it's his time. It's his time. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if it's not the the cows. It's the climate. Should we reference what exactly we're, I mean, um, what we're talking about right now? Because we kind of chilled out. I mean, it's about Joaquin Phoenix. He accepted the award for for best male performance or best actor um, for Joker. And that's one of the things he decided to talk about in his acceptance speech um, was veganism, basically. No, he's not a fan of the meat industry. No. Joaquin Phoenix, <clears throat> the Joker, the Gladiator, Johnny Cash. He wasn't the Gladiator. He was evil in the Gladiator. Well, he's that's one of his good movies. It was it was a big movie of his. Joaquin Phoenix, great actor. Wonderful. But uh, you know, there's a there's an element to this that it's like you want your shit to go viral. You know? You want you want your award speech to be the biggest story of the everything you know mm. what i mean would we be talking about joaquin phoenix right now it maybe you know maybe. but <laughs> we, we wouldn't be talking about it in as great detail if he just said uh thanks to all the people involved in the joker i'd like to thank god first and foremost <laughs> uh, i'd like to thank my family my mom one my way dad you can go, you my know. wife kanye it. good night just kidding you, i think it, i i liked his speech i thought I thought that it was really positive. I think that that's, it's an emotional moment. Mm-hmm. I think The Joker is a big film. It, it's, a, it's an emotional time seeing The Joker in reference to the Heath Ledger films and uh, mm-hmm. uh, River Phoenix was involved in the speech. You know he, what I mean? Yeah, he, he mentioned um, Phoenix, a really beautiful quote from his Walking Phoenix his does have a very amazing career. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing guy. Wendy Williams made fun of his cleft lip. The man's been through a lot of adversity. <laughs> See, the reason that I I have a little something to say about that. The reason that 
I don't like Wendy, Wendy Williams for saying, making that comment is for children out there or people, you know, other people with the, the cleft um, upper lip. That's what's called it, cleft? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for them to, you know, feel bad about themselves and feel self-conscious and this and that. Do I feel bad for Joaquin Phoenix? No, he's a really good looking dude and he's kind of known for being like a strikingly good looking, hugely successful actor. So Wendy Williams saying a thing about him, I'm not like, oh, poor Joaquin Phoenix. I think that it's ugly that she mentioned his, you know, his physical appearance in reference to a lot of other people and what they have going on with their physical appearance. So I think it's hateful. I don't like it. Well, Wendy Williams. Uh Wendy Williams, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's Wendy Williams is whatever. Anyways, moving on. So apparently, Eminem performed. I have not watched it. We didn't watch it. Do you want to watch it? We could. All right, let's watch it. All right. Yes. Oh my my. Oh hell yes. Oh my my, oh hell yes, oh my. All right, so we just watched um, <laughs> the uh, an entertainment tonight. One of those where they hard, recap really hard to watch recaps with one of mm-hmm. the cheery people. Yeah, Eminem, Marshall Mathers, Slim Shady, mm-hmm. the real Slim Shady. Like, so I don't know. Tell you he's that song. That's an old song. It's why, an old song. Why are you Why are you doing? Well, Mom's they said spaghetti? it was to because. Um, they were talking about um, songs that were made for the films, right? And wasn't mm-hmm. that song like nominated for an Oscar or something like that? Yeah, no, that's right, with Eight Mile. Yeah, and so he was like, remember this song? Remember when I was nominated for an Oscar? Boom, now I'm going to perform it for mm-hmm. y'all. Um, but you know what I can say about it, even though, to be honest, I don't care that much about it, is it was better than the opening <laughs> with Chanel Monet, which was just... So cringy for me personally. Nothing against Janelle Monet. I actually like her. No, my face during the Jan- Janelle Monet performance was about the same as Martin Scorsese's face during the Eminem performance, which is just <laughs> what is this? It was. Oh, she just. She. It was. Oh, it was very. Um, what were we saying? We we're like this makes sense for like the Tonys or something because it was very theatrical. And it was just cringy. She just, she went into the audience and then did like a scat kind of thing, like a beep, bop, 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 I don't know. And then like held the audience captive, the actors, like, hey, repeat after me. And oh God, I just felt so bad for them. Like, I would hate to be in that position where you're on television and it's just like, well, if you don't, if you don't participate in this, you're going to look like an asshole. And so, oh God. No, I kind of just felt like I would expect this from musical theater. Exactly. Like, this is cinema. Yeah, no, why? Oh, it was bad. But it's not because... It's not particularly because she performed it badly. It was the the choice that they made, I thought, was just... She's all up in Tom Hanks' grill doing... Oh, God, he doesn't want that. None of them wanted that. Those poor... (laughs) Those poor, (laughs) uncomfortable people. Yeah. Being held captive. It was a rough one. Janelle Monet. Yum. The Dirty Computer Record is great. I haven't heard a lot of it. I've heard I've heard a few tracks from it, and I I really like it. I'm a big fan. There's a Brian Wilson, the 
opening track on that has a bunch of Brian Wilson harmonies. It sounds really cool. That's really cool. Some really good songs, yeah. No, yeah, Janelle Monáe. Janelle, motherfucking. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's my Bill Burr. Wow. He's like, I'm just and checking in on ya. <laughs> uh, so one more thing about the Oscars is, um, so they do the in memoriam, and of course you can't mention everybody. Yeah. You can't mention everyone. We were obviously disappointed not to see Sid Haig on there. No, I'm I'm a huge uh, fan of of Sid Haig. I met him um, at the this thing called the Terra Expo that they had here in San Antonio. He was so kind to me and kind of hit on me a little bit. It was a great experience. I'm really into like Rob Zombie movies and followed his career through that. And no, I think that's a huge snub for them to not include him. People like him. It's not like he's not known, you know? You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? <laughs> That was, a, that was a horrible Peter Griffin. <laughs> Can you do any Family Guy? Oh, Peter. That's one. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Peter, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> SNL. It's always... It's a it's a painful thing watching. I'll never not watch it. I'll always watch it. No, we're and always, always interested. I will always hate it and I'll always watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but th- but that's the thing, though, is we don't always hate it. Sometimes a lot of the times good. we're disappointed. Some of the times we're impressed. Now, this latest episode, RuPaul, not impressed. Was so excited for it because I love RuPaul. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Race. And pretty much those were the only entertaining things for me is when they were talking about Drag Race. Yeah, best sketch, probably mm-hmm. the, the Pete Davidson, the Chad. Yeah, I mean, really, becoming a I drag like that queen. character. I think he's really funny. Um, and whenever she was reading the books yeah because reading on RuPaul's Drag Race is um, where you're you're kind of like roasting someone it's like the equivalent to roasting like I'm I'm about to read you you know and then you kind of tear them apart Um, but it was set up to where she was going to be reading these books to a group of children so she was making fun of all the books it was actually pretty smart so those are probably the only two highlights that's it and Biebs. Okay. The Biebs. I like his stash. I'm liking the Biebs aesthetic. What? It's in now to is, look all dirty like that. What is there to like about Justin Bieber's stash? It is so creepy. He's like, he's a he's a combination of Pete Davidson and Mac DeMarco. I love it. Does Max Marco have a mustache? No, right but he's got, he looks like a plumber. You know what I mean? He's got, he's got the vibes, you know? <laughs> I hate it. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. Not, not Max Marco. Actually, Max Marco can do pretty much anything he wants, but that's also because I respect him more as a musician. So he can get away with more in my eyes. Max Marco, Biebs, two of the greats. They had that yum yum song and I hated saying that just right now. I hate the way that that sounds coming out of my mouth. She got that yum yum. Oh yeah. I think it's, you got that yum yum, babe. Wow. I don't, I don't know what that is, but I'll I'm just, sure you got it. Thank you. The SNL performances have just been weird. The Billie Eilish one was weird. Um, Halsey was interesting. Mm-mm. Remember the Halsey? 
No. Because whenever you're not a band, you kind of have to come up with some creative stuff to make like a better show. It's it's more into be Yeah, you can't just play theatrical. Yeah. You know. Which is interesting. It tries to be. Tries to be. It tries to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you know who didn't have any of that? Was Luke Combs on the J.J. Oh, Watt yeah. episode. That oh, yeah. was an interesting episode. It was yeah. right before the Super Bowl. Got a football player in. Mm-hmm. What I like is on SNL when they have athletes. Because yeah. when you get actors, comics. Yeah. You know, they play a they, little too much. They, you know, they think they know what's up. And a lot of times they don't know what's up. It's not actually their neck of the woods. Yeah. But athletes are just like down, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're kind of just down to do whatever. But athletes are usually a good sport about it. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I feel like there's like a legendary Michael Jordan SNL, but I could be Probably. making that up. Um, no, that was good. No, like, yeah, JJ of course, because he good. goes on the Bears. The Bears. Oh, okay. And then Michael Jordan come. With Chris Farley? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The Bears. No, that's a good sketch. Um, no, I the JJ out... Watt episode was good. Yeah, no, JJ, it was good. Luke the Combs, best one, I feel like. Bringing in the country rock. Yeah, no, it was cool. I don't hate it. I'm into it. I don't hate country the way that I used to. My horizons has been forcefully broadened. Gotta learn to embrace some of that hard rock and bro country. I mean, we do live in Texas. We live in so Texas, San it's, it's, Antonio, Texas. Some places it's absolutely inescapable is the country music, so. It's true. If you can't beat them. If you can't beat them, join them. Join them every once in a while. No, I was going to say the best, I feel like the best recent SNL um, one that we've seen is Eddie Murphy's episode. Ooh, I thought that that was, that was I, I can't think of a better, that one came out. Was that still 2019 or was it 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 19. Uh, I'm looking it up. Ah, uh, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. He revived a lot of the. He did yeah. buckwheat. Yeah. Um, now a lot of that stuff. It is 2019. I just saw it. Oh, and that was the episode that had Lizzo. Yeah, and, and Lizzo. Lizzo did killed great, it. Actually. See, and that's. There are ways to do it because we were just talking about if you're not like a straight up band, you know, mm-hmm. you got to get creative and she got creative and it totally worked. I just think she's a great performer, honestly. I think she puts 110%, you know what I mean, of herself and her personality, which is why she is exactly where she is, is because she's enigmatic. She's wonderful. People are drawn to her and her energy. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, she's great. That performance rock. And what I really like, I want to incorporate more of this into Honey Bunny's music. <gasps> is the uh, the, the stripper uh, poles? Oh, no, not the stripper poles. Have you heard this story about a girl that she fell <laughs> off a, a sixteen foot stripper pole? Uh, I like that? I've only read headlines. I haven't looked into it. Um. Apparently, she. Uh, she fell off a super high off the stripper pole, mm. um, and she uh, she sued the club. You know what I mean? And I think that's been the debate. I don't know the status of the lawsuit. You know what I mean? We're not a news show, um, <laughs> but hold on. Let's see what's up. Okay. 
I'm gonna pull my cakes out of the oven if we're holding on. All right, go pull your cakes out of the oven. Are you trying to be giggity about it? So, we got the rundown. So, all right, we're runned down. <laughs> so, this girl's up on top of this stripper pole, 15 mm -hmm. feet up in the air, mm -hmm. um, falls down, injures herself severely. Broken yeah, jaw. It's horrible. Broken leg, some shit like that, busted teeth. Um, yeah. Fucked up. And, like, that's pretty wild. Though, in that video, she seemed. Her, her head seemed pretty intact, but... So what? <laughs> you don't have to lose your head. What do you mean did your head seem pretty intact? Like she didn't bust her face? I don't know. She she looked like there was no bruising or anything. Yeah. Anything like oh, from the video she posted. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't... It says that she was suing... Did she say that she was suing the... The place? Um, I don't know. I don't think that there's anything wrong um, with her getting support from people to pay for her medical bills and stuff like that, you know? No, so she raised 36 grand, which uh, which uh, someone started a GoFundMe for her um, <clears throat> because uh, strippers are generally independent contractors yeah. and don't have health benefits. I feel like the last conversation about stripper poles was um, for the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of um, a lot of controversy about that. The fact that there were stripper poles at, you know, for the halftime show, which is supposed to be seen by the whole world, not just you know. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of meat. It was just a medley of songs. Well, and there then, was meat. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you know there's also like an image where it's like Some you can say J-Lo's butthole rumps you rumpers. know what I mean like no it's I didn't enjoy it that much I did and I didn't it was just all about being hot and which is great she's gorgeous you know what I mean and she's she I just feel like she just wants to remind everybody that she's 50 years old and she's hot as shit and she is hot as shit she's in great shape she looks wonderful I don't care beyond that I don't care and I don't want to see your crotch and I don't want to see your butthole and I don't want to see it like it I felt just cougary. yeah but there's nothing wrong with that cougars get it you know what I'm saying like that's badass <laughs> <laughs> but I was kind of like I don't really care about this I don't really care about JLo's gigantic ass. It just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't inspire me. Mm. Shakira kind of inspires me. You know what I mean? And uh, JLo, not so much. Maybe in terms of, you know, working out and being hot at 50. What else we got? You know who I thought was, he's, he's a little more honest in this regard. Um, Andrew Yang has announced that he's out of the, uh, the race. Very sad. No, I thought that uh, he was, uh, um, and I, I feel I feel like we uh, Joe Rogan made this point too with Bernie Sanders, which I feel is like these are people that are like at least honest about what their intentions are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like regardless of your policy views, you mm -hmm. know, um, 
both of these guys, I feel like, were a little more legitimate. Where it's like, well, I don't trust an Elizabeth Warren or a Hillary Clinton or a Joe Biden. It's because it seems like their story's constantly changing all the yeah. time. They're trying to hit me with a different direction. They're, you yeah. know, um, Whatever direction is popular. So I like consistency and I like transparency. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like I might be faulty, but here's everything that's mm-hmm. me. You know, no, exactly. and that's honest. How about a few hot tracks? <laughs> Wanna do some hot tracks? Hot tracks with Honey Bunny. All right. We're gonna pull up some hot tracks. All right, yeah, Strokes. Um, yeah. The title of the track is uh, At the Door. I like this song. No, it's kind of cool. It's uh, kind of an epic synth thing. It's, but that's, I mean, that's the only thing about it is it's like, is this the Strokes or is this another solo album from Julian Casablancas? Because I don't really hear anything besides him and a synthesizer, which is great. And it's, it's really nice. It's really mm. pretty stuff. But, uh, okay. I just wasn't expecting that. No. From the Strokes, the band. All right. Our next hot track. We hot did tracks. Tame Impala, Lost in Yesterday. Yeah. So, just heard it last night. Uh, what I really like about Tame Impala is um, they don't necessarily uh, write lyrics about the kaleidoscope eyes, I'm the walrus, mm-hmm. a pineapple eating a cat. But, you know, they definitely present themselves as psychedelic. Psychedelic, yeah. A lot I think, of heart goes into it. Yeah, exactly. I think that, uh, that they're, they're meaningful songs and Mm -hmm. a lot of times the lyrics are in their super literal presentation can strike a very real Mm -hmm. chord very melancholiness that uh that adds uh, a really interesting emotion so hot track hot track tame impala tame impala best coast for the first time they have three singles out now but that's the one that kind of stuck with me was for the first time Mm mm-hmm had a nice little groove seems like bethany constantino her she's in a place right now she's she's writing about how she's in a good place she's sober and yeah everything's better i'm not with that toxic stuff anymore yeah. i'm all grown up and things are good i eat my vegetables and yeah everything's happy for the first time Haley williams cinnamon also mm-hmm. a track a hot track mm-hmm. um i really i really like the sound she's got going on her new ep it's mm-hmm. i'd say it's bjork like See, <laughs> when it comes to Bjork's music, Bjork is constantly, no one can keep up with, with Bjork. She's constantly pushing the boundaries in her own ways. No, but I, I get it that it's, that you could say it's referential. Let's look at this, uh, this billboard I saw that's pretty funny. Promoting the new Green Day album. <laughs> I'm a big hot fan tracks. of Green Day. On our Hot Tracks segment. I think we created a new segment, and it's Hot Tracks. Yeah, Hot Tracks. Obviously with an X. Yeah. Um, so, it's uh, promoting the, the new Green Day album, Father of All. Dot, dot, dot. This is not some Jennifer Lopez halftime show performance. This is family-friendly rock <laughs> entertainment. But Motherfuckers! Spielberg, I'm seeing no features, no Swedish songwriters, no trap beats, 100% pure uncut rock. Uncut? Do you think they're all uncut? Uncircumcised <laughs> rock. Yeah. And the thing is, so you listen to the album, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's 
very I'd say probably really polished and made in Pro Tools really nice. Ha ha! Like, it's a... But it's uncut, babe. They didn't cut anything. It's uncut rock. It's 100% pure. They're doing the uh, the Hella Mega Tour with Weezer and Fall Out Boy. I do like Weezer. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, that kind of appeals to me. I feel like I feel like Weezer's on the next level. They're also doing some silly stuff with the Teal album. Oh, that was very silly. And I mean, I don't want to be so, but a little pointless. I kind of feel like is it silly or genius? No, these guys are just <laughs> they're just uh, raking in the dough. And what what are you gonna do? You know what I mean. Rivers Cuomo is not gonna write a song about being in love with an eighteen-year-old Japanese girl anymore. You know what I mean? He's done it. Well, let's hope not. I don't want another Pinkerton. I don't want another Blue Album. Well, it's not gonna happen. So, because they're they're different people now. Yeah. You know, it's good to now, see you you're working, doing the thing. Tokyo, you know what I mean? it is. Don't you know? act like it's the same. Oh, the Green Day album isn't as good as Dookie. No shit. They already did Dookie. <laughs> Dookie already exists. Anything it's that you can anything that you're comparing to Dookie, like, is is obviously not. If you're making Dookie be the epitome of what a good pop punk album is, you know what I mean? But maybe this new album is Dookie in some senses of the word. It means it's it means it's shit. It means the album is shitty. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about Lord of the Rings? <gasps> I do want to talk about Lord of the Rings. Because you cut it out of our last episode. What it was is it was my uh, it was my birthday um, two weekends ago, right, at this point. And um, I used my birthday privileges to make Bobby watch Lord of the Rings. Because he wouldn't willingly do it. Every time I brought it up, he'd be like, I don't really care about that. I don't want to watch it. Like, it's too nerdy. It's too in-depth. It's too all this. And we watched it. And it was a wonderful experience for me. I had a wonderful birthday, if anyone's wondering. Did you have a nice birthday? I hope you had a nice birthday. I had, like, one of the best birthdays I think I've ever had. It was just a great birthday weekend. It was all of the things that I wanted to do, which was play a show, um, get intoxicated, and then relax to the max. Yeah. All cool. It's a good thing to do for your birthday. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. It was great. Um, I had a fun weekend too. Yeah. So we did that. We watched it, um, and he liked it. Uh, how did you feel about Lord of the Rings, babe? I'm all, I'm talking for you. No, I think it's uh, pretty magical. Really impressive, honestly. Just visually stunning. Peter I haven't Jackson. read the books. You know what I mean? There's lots of details that mm-hmm. I'm still in the dark on, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's a lot of details to consume, is what it is. I remember... It's something you just got to make it be part of your life. You just got to <laughs> do it. That's how you know Lord of the Rings, you know what I mean? No, I've repeatedly watched Lord of the Rings, and I still don't know all the characters. You know, I watched, you know, Game of Thrones, and I still don't know all the characters. But Game of Thrones is another thing that's pretty disappointing. Um, but no, like, where was I going with this? Oh, you had a really good um, analogy. Or the other day, we stopped the movie midway through to kind of take a little bit of a breather because um, it's a three-hour film, the first movie, Fellowship of the Ring. And you were like, I was like, you know, what do you think about this? Are you surviving? And you were like, yeah, I actually like this. It's actually pretty cool. You're like, but 
it's a full plate. You're like, you know, when you go to a Mexican restaurant and they have the enchiladas and the rice and the beans and the tortillas on the side and a crispy taco. You know what I mean? It's just a lot to eat. And I don't like it's just a lot to consume. And it is. It's a lot of information, you know, just like the books. But it's so beautifully done and put together so well. And then we just recently watched um, Two Towers on Sunday. So we just have one more movie to go to do the Lord of the Rings. And I'm so excited. It's going great. I'm getting the Lord of the Rings in my life. Yeah. And uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I have something else to say. Mm. Can you think of it? No. Oh, yes. Okay, so next thing that I do want to talk about or do soon, right? So, because you... You complimented like the cinematography. Basically, you're like it's a it's it looks great. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a great like well made film. So the next thing I want to do because that the director of Lord of the Rings is um, Peter Jackson, who does a lot of really big budget stuff. But before he did the big budget stuff, he was really into horror films um, and practical effects and stuff like that. And so I want to watch Dead Alive and or another name is Brain Dead which is like a really silly, goofy, um, disgusting, it's it's hailed as like the goriest film of all time, um, kind of B-horror movie that Peter Jackson made, like in, I feel like, the 80s or something like that. And it's just totally way different. Lord of the Rings is so proper, you know what I mean? It's just such a proper, full of CGI and all these crazy things, and like I want to watch a disgusting B horror movie by Peter Jackson as an early director. Sounds great. Yeah. No, I'm way into it. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Justin Bieber, Haley Williams, the Oscars, and Parasite, Truly, <laughs> ASMR, ASMR, Truly's, um, Mexican plates with crispy tacos on the side. I think we always have, so far we've talked about Mexican food. We're two for two, I'm talking